This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk. Podcast. The following is a paid program. Right here, that's where the action is. Good Saturday, good afternoon, happy Saturday. I'm Rich Orris, your host of Right at Home with Rich and Senior Home Consultant for Mosby Building Arts. Yet that is my day job during the week. Pretty much what I'm doing here today. But today, for the next hour, we have a great lineup of topics for you today. We're going to be talking about water, of course, water, 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 your home with our guest, foundation specialist from Helitech, Randy Pantano, is here with me today. So I want to let you know, here's my lineup with Randy today. We've got a few things we want to cover. How not to fix your water leaks twice, yes, and why some homeowners have to at times. You end up doing almost the same thing twice. Let's avoid it. Two, when might you need Mosby, along with Helitech, teaming up for your project and why that that comes about. And three, of course, my favorite, I feel most important, prevention and home maintenance. An ounce of prevention equals a pound of cure. That is probably the truest statement out there. We'll go over some of this maintenance stuff, prevention. Um, So, And also, don't forget... I got a great one today. Halfway through the show, I will unveil another right-at-home hack. I'm telling you, folks, this one is an important one. A lot of people do this wrong. You do not want to miss this one halfway through the show. So when you call in, we're looking for your calls, 314-241-9797. Randy, I'd love to get you on the phone with us. Any type of foundation questions, Randy's your expert here. Anything remodeling, I've got you covered. And when you call in, you are eligible. Ask a question on the air. You're eligible for that $25 Stephanina's gift card, an awesome dinner for two at my favorite Italian restaurant. So here's what you need. Here's the number. Write this down, 314-241-9797. Give us a call. Ask a question. Make sure you leave us a phone number so when you are the big winner, we can call you next week, get the information, and send that gift card out to you. So... All right, what do you say? Let's get this show on the road. Randy, how you doing today? Glad to have you, and what's been going on? Yes, good morning, good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're still really backlogged, if you can imagine, from this rain. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the, only the second dry weekend since Easter, according to the news last night. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and you know, as, as they talk during the week about, oh, this great weekend coming up, 
you know, where it's going to be like the, the first dry weekend. And of course, last night, oh my gosh, did we get again, just a bad storm again, a bunch of rain for a while. I was like, I was hoping when they said weekend, they meant all weekend, you know, and then we got a bunch Friday night. And of course, Wednesday, we got that crazy storm that was like, I was in the middle of it kind of right off of 44 and 270 and it was like an inch and a half of rain or something in like 20 minutes it was crazy so water is i gotta imagine it's absolutely crazy for you guys right now yeah still an issue still trying to catch up with the calls and installs yeah yeah so, mm-hmm. so and and so what i'd like to do to get started too um with with the listeners out there and, and because we have some of the smartest listeners out there i'm telling you um, in, in some of the, the prevention stuff we wanted to talk about. So I wanted to kind of challenge some of the listeners to call in and see if they can answer the question. Maybe they know the top three things that you can do to your home to kind of prevent water leaks in your basement, prevent water from coming into the basement. So if you're out there, I know we got a ton of smart listeners out there that probably they help me out all the time with with different things and, and, you know, suggestions and stuff. And I absolutely love it. So call in today. If you think you know the answer to that, let us know one of them if you do, and then you can be eligible for that, that Stephanina's gift card also. And and maybe you'll uh, win a great dinner when you do. So the question again is, is we just want to see what are the top three things you can do to your home to prevent water leaks and water getting into your basement. There's way more than three things. And this is my personal list. This is not from the internet. This isn't, you know, it's, I'm sure it's probably in the top five, but it's pretty much the top three things that I'm always seeing. And I'm sure you're seeing too, Randy, as you're out there of where the water's coming from and why. And a lot of this can be kind of prevented from outside and, you know, getting, getting the water away and stuff. So if you think, you know, give us a shout 314-241-9797. And another thing I wanted to kind of go over real quick and remind everybody we talked about quite a bit last last week is um, Mosby's next seminar. Um, so on uh, on July 13th at uh, Roth Living, we have a very special seminar for everybody because it's a little bit more and a little bit longer and, uh, you know, involves that, that Roth uh, Living special event with it and you get breakfast and a tour of the Roth living showroom. And we'll do our seminar at 1030. You get lunch afterwards. I mean, it can make a whole kind of morning afternoon of it. It's a really awesome place. It's July 13th. We definitely need people to RSVP for this one for sure. So they can have the list ready and everything. So you can email events at mosby.com or you can uh, just call our office 314 909 1800 and uh just let us know you'd like to attend and check it out and everything kitchen and everything appliances i'm telling everybody that roth living is the coolest place for appliances they'll be cooking demos i mean it's it's the most active showroom with active appliances that there is with full kitchen all this stuff it's very nice um so if you're looking for a kitchen get in on that july 13th so Um, and and you guys, something I want to bring up a little bit later with the prevention and stuff is, you know, you guys have like a kind of a checklist maintenance list, you know, 
thing. So you guys do a lot with people too, trying to get good information out there. And, um, where, where can some people find the like information on you guys and some of this information, like through your website or. Yeah. We, yes. Rich, we have an excellent website, healtechonline.com. I suggest everyone go to, there's an annual checklist you can go to a lot of do it yourself or things you can do as well. You can also reach us at 1-800-246-9721. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, so that folks is where you can find Helitech and, uh, all of their services. I invite you to check them out. Um, We've got a uh, first couple calls just coming in. So I want to ask Lou and Phil, if you can hold on through the break, we will get to your calls when we come back and we'll get to some more of this, uh, the, the topics and the prevention and the different things for everybody too. Cause we got a lot of great stuff today. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right. We're back, and uh, you know what, Randy? I think I'm going to get straight to the phones, as we promised. we got a couple coming in, so I want to try and uh, leave room for more here. So let me uh, – I forgot to move the phone near me. So let me grab uh, – I'm going to go to Phil here. He has uh, – Phil, you think you have an answer to our uh, top three question? Well, I think so. Um, I would – Make sure your gutters are clean, that they're not spilling over and, uh, you know, going down the foundation wall. Absolutely. Um, and also downspouts. Make sure, I mean, I've, you don't have to encapsulate them. It's good to encapsulate them, but keep them running away from the house again. Absolutely. And also, and also your um, elevation from... Your foundation, it should be sloping away from the house. And and also, when you have mulch, make sure your mulch is not covering going above that foundation line and letting water get in through that way. Absolutely, Phil. Hey, have I visited your house before? Because you got my whole list there. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, you know, after uh, I'm 70 years old, so but after you know 70 years of experience, it's what I've kind of come up with. Yes, absolutely. I'll tell you what, and that is you—you you hit all three right on the head from the get-go. Is you know the just those three things move. Basically, they all amount to move that water away from the foundation. We advise it at least 10 feet if we can with those downspouts underground. And it just prevents so much. Uh, most people wouldn't wouldn't understand or, you know, know that it's that simple sometimes to to get water away. So hey, Phil, appreciate the call. I told you guys we got some of the smartest, experienced listeners out there. Um, so I appreciate you calling in. Uh, great answers, and we'll go right to Lou because Randy, I think Lou's got some foundation questions for you. You got a little settling going on there, Lou. Yeah, actually, uh, talking about leaks in the basement, I was going to reiterate exactly what Phil just said. Uh, I'm an insurance adjuster or field inspector, and I'm always telling people to do those three things to stop water in their basement. And also, um, another one would be possibility of a cracked lateral. A lot of times that'll seep in around the lower foundation walls and the slab. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I had a question. Uh, our house is settling 
we're kind of on the, not quite the top of the hill in our subdivision, but on one side, the yard grade is level with the garage floor, but on the other side, we got about probably four or five feet, maybe six feet of foundation wall showing, and half the houses in our neighborhood have already been jacked up and restabilized and uh, notice a crack in our front porch and our basement wall that started opening up and our our doors uh like if the door is facing front to back it's swinging open on its own uh, how much lifting can they do when they stabilize the foundation i mean to kind of get things somewhat back up yeah i think it really depends here randy you want to try and uh, take this one and talk about that yeah, it's it's really we can lift as much as secretary will allow, and that's an unknown on on every house. Uh, the more excavation we do, the closer we put the piers together, uh, the more we are enabled to lift the house. But there isn't a per se measurement that yes, I can lift every house an inch or two. Uh, unfortunately, it's not the case. Our main goal is to stabilize it, stop it from moving, and get what lift we can. But it's really different on every house. The more soil load you have. Uh, or like a room addition, slab, uh, screen porch addition, things like that, uh, the garage side, things like that are going to hinder hinder the lift. Uh, but uh, we have the expertise to do it, and we would love to come out and assess the, your house and your convenience. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, luckily it's just a rectangle basement, and it's uh, the right side is where it's settling downhill, um, and uh it's very accessible. I mean, as far as shrubbery, landscaping, anything. Mm-hmm. All right. If uh, I mean, if you guys want to take my number, give me a call. Uh, I gave it to the guy when I called in. I appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. We will. Uh, we'll have Helotech give you a call, and uh, you'll be on the list here, Lou, for the gift card giveaway at the end of the show. So good luck with that, and appreciate the call. Great, great answers to the to the question, and uh, you know, definitely. A topic we see a lot with the settling and everything, you know, around St. Louis. So, a lot of, lot of, lot of moving soils around our area. So, appreciate the call, Lou. Thank you. All right. So, and you know, he kind of started to actually bring up and touch on that whole, you know, Mosby and and Helitech thing together, as far as working on projects together and the different things we do in that because. Um, so, so, and I see it all the time with you guys. So when you lift, um, typically you don't get a whole, whole lot of lifting back out of it. It's not like, yep, we're just going to put your home right back in place. So, you know, a lot of times we come in and correct those doors, straighten them out, you know, get them to stop swinging open or fix the cracks in the drywall you know, different stuff like that after everything's done. Kind of the items that you guys, you know, you're the foundation specialist and you don't get into, you know, drywall and, and different stuff like that. So, um, and that's why we, we, we've we been teaming for years, you know, together on a lot of these projects. And I've got a, you know, basement one. We were just kind of talking before the show that um, you guys are going to do all the waterproofing and everything. Um, but they have a finished basement, completely finished basement. And they're kind of, they're going a little above and beyond because they're taking the opportunity. They just said, you know what, let's just redesign the whole basement. So they're just going to gut it all out. You can just take out the walls that are needed, you know, come back and and put them all back. But, um, what are some of the other objects that might get in your guys way when peering and sump pumps and things like that, that, that we would come in and, and 
help you out with and move and everything. What what's some of the challenges you come against? Yes, Rich, that's unfortunately an issue on finished basements, but we've got to do what it takes to do the job right. And for example, a hot water tank can be against a wall. And, you know, can you go around it? Sure. But there's no warranty behind that area. So, you know, why yeah. would you want to do that and still have water in the basement, uh, a bathtub, a shower, uh, furnace, uh, things like that. Finished walls, we need to be against the, the, the concrete wall, yeah, uh, not against the frame walls, especially with water issues. You know, you, you stop it, the water when it already, already molded on the drywall and the studs. So we are a foundation waterproofing structure. We're here a company. We do everything below grade. Uh, therefore, we need a Mosby to come in to do the general contracting part as far as the prep work, you know, removing studs, drywall, flooring, uh, appliances, et cetera. And uh, it's a great uh, turnkey method that we have working and uh, appreciate doing business with you all these years. Yeah, no, it, it works really mm-hmm. well. And, you know, I got to I gotta tell you, um, like this one, you know, it, it's fortunate that we do a lot of them where we just put the basement back together. This one, they want to remodel the whole basement. But, yeah, we'll come in. We're going to demo all those exterior walls of that basement get it all open let you see everything you're up against and and this house is a bigger house so you're putting in actually two sump pumps because it's a pretty good size house um and then we're going to get to come back in and remodel that whole basement for them and make it a good dry space again for them it's a you know it's about to me it's about putting the right people in the right places you know get the get the specialist and in, in the in the smart guys you know, kind of where they need to be. And, you know, um, so I, I talk to people all the time about, you know, kind of why we partner, why did Scott Mosby choose you guys, you know, to partner with and everything. And, you know, when you were talking about that hot water heater and, and people going around it, that's kind of one of those things I see all the time where it's like, oh, you know, they just didn't do you any favors doing something like that. And sometimes it can even cause a problem. And like you mentioned, the warranty, it's like, well, is a lifetime warranty important to you? I, I honestly, I don't know that I've ever met anybody that it wasn't, whether it costs a dollar or 500,000, they're going to want a lifetime warranty if they can get it. And if skipping an area doesn't get that, you know, then you're like, oh, wait a minute, hold on for the price of uninstalling and reinstalling a water heater. I can have the best system out there. You know, it's about thinking of thinking of all that stuff and, and making sure, you know, you're you're doing the right thing. So, you know, I feel like you guys are pretty similar to us in that ways that, you know, I've been out with, with several different people over the years um, from your company and I've seen the workers out there working and I've seen them suggesting not to even do anything or, or literally out there going, you don't need peers. And the guy's going... Well, I had two other people tell me I do. And then we're explaining what's really happening. And they're like, wow, you know, a foundation company just told me I don't need peers. You know, that's, so that's great integrity, great information and kind of doing the right thing. But hey, we got to get to a hard break here, but I want to get into my hack and I want to get into some of those double leaks and stuff that people get into and how to prevent that stuff. So we'll be back. Hey. It don't get better than this, right? (laughs) Definitely not. So here we are. We are halfway through the show and I got to get, um, got to get my hack out here because it kind of relates that. Well, definitely relates to all this water, water issues. And I see this a lot in this. So, so this hack is 
how to install a pop-up emitter correctly. I see these things installed incorrectly all of the time, and it's it's an easy thing to do. It's it's not that hard if if people just knew um, and it was explained better. I even watched a video with someone explaining a pop-up emitter and how it works, and they they didn't even touch on it. They didn't even say anything about how to how to do this correctly. So we all know, we talk about it all the time, get your downspouts, you know, Phil just answered the question, get your downspouts encapsulated and away from the house. We advise at least 10 feet. So the first step of this is, you know, get those, those pipes underground, get at least 10 feet or more away from the foundation. What we recommend is always using the hard plastic PVC pipe, glue the fittings. I mean, think of a a plumbing system in your home. If you didn't glue the fittings, you're going to have leaks. Do you want this stuff leaking in your yard? Leaking water causes issues. So always use the plastic, glue them. Leads into never use corrugated pipe. I never recommend that corrugated pipe. I've even seen people do it. and There was photos out there on the internet of people putting the plastic pop-up emitter on the end of a corrugated pipe. And there's no way to seal that Duct tape will not last underground. It's not going to. So all that water is going to leak out at all those seams and joints and everything in that corrugated pipe. Get some fall to it, minimum of like 1%, but as much fall as you can. And number five here, all right, what you want to do is dig around where that where that elbow is going to end, where that pop-up unit is going to be. Dig down into the ground. Dig a hole maybe the size of a a five gallon bucket and fill that with crushed rock. You make like a little dry Creek crushed rock, you know, dry well down there. And then you can tamp that rock. It will help hold that elbow. But the, the point is truly that there's a little slit in the bottom of that elbow and it's meant to let the water left in the pipe after it's done running to slowly get out of that pipe Go just go into the grade, and that rock underneath will allow that to happen, and the dirt will mud everything, will clog it up. And the last thing we kind of do recommend is in the run of that pipe, put put some rock down there and kind of tap it and get rid of the high and low spots so that pipe's not moving and sinking and creating low spots in the pipe. Keep that pipe flat and straight and on the downhill. But the most important thing. And the point of all of this is to get that dry well underneath the end of that pop-up emitter and get that water going out, slowly dispersing the grade, and it won't freeze inside the pipe. It, it won't have problems. It'll slowly get out there. And I'm telling you, not a lot of people do this. So another step in how to manage this water properly, um, if you're looking for any of my hacks, like last week we had the really cool pool noodle hack, got a lot of great you know, response from that. And people really loved it. You can find it on my Facebook, look up Rich Oris on Facebook, um, put Mosby with it. It'll take you right to my uh, professional page. You can find it on my Twitter. Um, look me up Rich Oris and, uh, you can get to any of these hacks or you can go back in 971 news talks website and get to any past episodes and listen to the podcast and, and get them there too. So, Randy, what do you think about, you know, I know you guys talk a lot about get that water away um, and how important it is with, you know, sump pumps when you 
you're pumping the water out from underneath the basement. You're taking it outside. Once you get outside, you got to get away from the foundation. You know, you you guys are doing a lot of that. Um, Do you guys use the pop-up emitters much, or are you trying to find open end if you can? We like to go to daylight as much as possible to get the water out faster. uh, Yeah, if you can get the hill. Yes. You'll be you get, good. Yeah. Gotta have the slope to do it, but yeah, we like to go to daylight and, and make sure those ends are clean. A lot of people go to houses where their gutters are already buried on the ground. They don't know where they come out at. Yeah. But they're buried on the ground. <laughs> so yeah. as yep. much as cleaning the gutters, you want to make sure it's cleaned on the ground and it has an exit point to it. And you know, that corrugated mm-hmm. pipe, I tell you, we look at it all the time when stuff is outside and they use the corrugated pipe and... You know, they'll, they'll bring out a, uh, a guy to like do some camera scoping or whatever. And I'm telling you, 90% of the time he sticks that scope in there. I even stopped, like recommended it. He sticks the scope in there. He starts running. He goes about five feet. He's like, yep, it's crushed. And it's mm-hmm. like, we brought him out here to find out that, you know, what happens over and over again is that corrugated pipe crushes and it crushes very easily, you know, and gets roots and just everything inside of it. And the way the joints don't, you know, they just lock together. They're not sealed. So you can literally, you put an elbow right at the bottom of the downspout in the ground and you could be losing 50% of your water right there at the foundation before it even goes through the corrugated pipe, especially if it crushes or backs up or, you know, has an issue down the road, which they all pretty much do, you know, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, very important to move this water away. <clears throat> but what I wanted to kind of get into here with you, Randy, a little bit is, um, you know, talking to homeowner about these water leaks, talking to the homeowners in their in, in their basements and everything and with the water coming in. And, you know, I see it all the time and it's a shame, but, you know, I'm talking about people ending up fixing their water leaks more than once, twice. A lot of times they don't even maybe even realize that that's what's happening. But, you know, I've seen it time and time again where, you know, someone will come in and they'll, they'll have a crack in the foundation wall and they got water coming in about three, four feet high off the floor. So they do the epoxy injections, but nobody talks to them about the, you know, water taking the path of least resistance. No one brings up you know, to these homeowners, when I stop that, where does the water go? You know, and I, and I really like the fact that you guys, you know, look at the big picture. Can you kind of just touch on, you know, talking about the big picture and stuff with clients when you're looking at like a water leak or something like that and the importance of that? Yes. A lot of times we do run into houses where they have cracks leaking and, and sometimes that's okay to do that. Uh, but a lot of times there's so much water as you illustrated now where you've got your water all over the floor yeah. and you're trying to fix a crack and it's like putting a finger in a dike and it, it just comes in somewhere else. Uh, I always illustrated like when you get tires for your car and you need four tires, you know, I'm going yeah. to get two now and I'll get the other two later. And so we find that water can come in three places, the wall, floor, and footing. And so you epoxy the crack and you stop the one area of the wall, but now it's coming in under the footing, underneath the, the floor, through floor cracks, et cetera. So uh, a lot of times you need to do a complete system. If you want the whole basement dry, I would suggest in doing a sump pump and drain towel system. And 
Some customers want to do half a wall instead of a whole wall, or one wall instead of four walls. Uh, again, the more thorough you do the repair, the more chance you have the water of not coming in someplace else later, long term. Yeah, uh, or, absolutely. You know, it's Murphy's Law. You know, it's uh, not coming in there, so I won't fix it. And sure enough, it does leak there later, uh, especially on finished basements. So we always suggest that not only just a crack repair, but the uh, drainage system and, uh, and the sump pump as well to take care of the wall floor and footing as well as the outside drainage to keep away from your house, as we talked about earlier in the show. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, to me, you guys do kind of, you know, the same thing that Mosby does in, in, in a way of it's, it's about advising and it's about educating where, you know, if you have in a completely unfinished basement, but it's an older home and it doesn't have a sump pump, well, it may be okay to go ahead and just, you know, epoxy that crack and stop that water leak if they understand that. So now if you start getting water here, this, you know, here's where water's going. Here's the stuff it likes to do. And you start seeing it elsewhere. This might be your next step and knowing what you're up against. And I've seen a ton of people get, you know, get that done. And then later they're like, well, now it's here. And they're like complaining, like you didn't stop my leak. And they're like, no, I did. I stopped it right here. But, you know, now it's down here and you need a sump pump. And, you know, I don't know why they don't advise stuff like that or, or you know, but it, my, my thing is show the whole picture. You, you might not even do the whole picture. That's okay. But it's about giving them enough education to make that decision as well as we can. That's you know? correct. Yeah. yeah Illustrated, like with insurance, a lot of people got full coverage insurance. They may not ever use it, but they got deep peace of mind that they got the coverage. The same yeah. thing, the more area you do, the more peace of mind you're going to have that it's going to be dry. And, uh, you know, with this kind of weather, there's so many storm chasers rich out there that come and go with companies. Yeah. I wish I could tell you names that have changed. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I can't remember yeah. half of them either. Mm-hmm. I did yes. I did have somebody about a, I guess about a year ago, I was mm-hmm. looking at their house and they were just telling me the story about their sump pump in mm-hmm. their basement. And they said, you know, this, uh, this company came in. Um, it wasn't anybody I really was, you know, big name or recognized, but, um, they were like, yeah, they did great. You know, they got this whole system in, everything worked perfectly. They're like, we totally never had any water, you know, and they controlled everything until the first freeze. And they said, all of a sudden the whole basement's flooding. There's water coming in all around everywhere. It used to come in. They were like panicking, like what in the world? How did, and you know, so what they did was they just took the pipe, when they took it outside, they went ahead and ran it in underground, you know, out somewhere, but they didn't change the pipe to a four inch and they didn't put an aerator or anything on it. And it froze. The pipe froze. It got a low spot. It froze full of water. Mm-hmm. So their system was working perfectly until it got outside and it froze. And then the water it's trying to pump and it's not going anywhere. And it literally flooded their basement. And they're like, Oh my gosh, they got the pipe outside redone the correct way. Everything solved. They've never had an issue since. And I'm just like, wow, you know, yeah. talk about getting it 99% the way there, you know? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> like you were so close. Yeah, I've um, seen that some pumps even burn up in situations like that. Oh, you know, yeah. The bottom line is who, who you trust. You know, it's not yeah. always the lowest bid. It's who you trust. And I know most being Neil Tucker, one of the most trusted names out during the industry. Yep, absolutely. And I, I appreciate you guys. Love teaming up with you. We're going to get in 
to our final break. If you have any questions, feel free to give us a call, 314-241-9797. All right, we are back. Here we go. This is it, the final segment. We got about six minutes here. If you got a quick question for us, feel free to give us a call or get in on that uh, gift card giveaway, 314-241-9797. All Things Foundation with my foundation specialist here with Helitech, Randy Pantano. And, uh, you know, I, I, I absolutely love doing this. I love educating people, and, and I appreciate you guys for sure you know, coming on and, and, you know, being a sponsor and trying to do the, you know, same thing Mosby really does is get the right information out there, get everybody educated. Um, can, can you just maybe give everybody again, some information on, you know, just how to find you guys, website, stuff like that. Yes. Again, our website is healtechonline.com and our phone number is 1-800-246-9721. We have five offices to serve you, Caseyville, Illinois, Lincoln, Illinois, Marion, Illinois, uh, Columbia, Missouri, and now our newest office is in O'Fallon, Missouri. Yeah, and you guys go pretty far out, you know, into some you, some some different states and stuff too, yes. right? That, yes, yeah. Quad Cities. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, we're three, four hours away, sometimes even further. Yep, and what, what I always try to remind people too is um, – I, I know we're all residential and all that stuff, but your guys' system, you know, and that's really why, you know, when when we picked you guys on, you know, and, and I'm telling everybody out there, if if the importance to you is, you know, lifetime warranty, great products, American-made products, you know, make America great again, all that good stuff, right? If, if that stuff is important to you, and this is how these systems get so good. But you guys do a ton of like new construction type stuff, you know, commercial stuff, how much you're involved in, you know, building things up front. I was really surprised that, you know, you guys actually do a lot of other services that, you know, I don't really take a lot of part in, but I've learned about a lot of them and even, you know, types of services that, that we probably wouldn't use very often residentially or on a retrofitting type. Um, but I, but I have had a couple instances where we've used some of your new construction stuff for like floors and stuff like that, or building something when we know we're going to be on bad soil. So, you know, to me, it's about getting the right people in the right place, you know, and the smartest people. And that's, you know, why we picked you guys up front is, is basically get the smartest people in there and, you know, all the right stuff. So I'm going to jump on the phone. There's a quick uh, sump pump question from Kathy here. Uh, Kathy, you're on the air. What do you got? Make it real quick. I have two sump pumps, both of which recently died, and I got one replaced. How often do I need to have them serviced? Usually a pump you can get five years out of, uh, Kathy. I would I would check them once a year on, on your on your own, even when it's not running, to go down and lift the float up or put a couple gallons of water in there. Sometimes people put a little bleach in there as well. But uh, five years is really a long time for a sump pump, and uh, I would be proactive and change them before it goes out. You can also have an alarm put on as well as a battery backup, so you have one pump working when one is not. Yeah, battery okay. backup is a great idea. 
When you search the internet, I think most things are going to say like five to either seven or eight years, something like that. I would not go, you know, I would not go over like seven years ever on a, on a mechanical, you know, pump like that. Because when it goes bad, it's always at a horrible time. You know, that's when you find out. So yes. I appreciate the call, Kathy. Does that answer your question well? It does. Thank you so much. You are very, very welcome. Thanks for the call. Um, and yeah, great, great question that, you know, we see all the time. And, and I, that's another thing I see out in the field all the time is, you know, I'm like, well, how long ago did you get this put in? They're like, you know, one person will say eight years. The other will be like, no, it was 10 or 11. And I'm like, have you ever done anything to it? And they're like, no. I'm like, yeah, we should probably put a new pump in there. You know, like it's, it, unless it's never, never ran. You know, I, I just, and, and even if it hadn't, then it's just old. All the gaskets, everything about it's just so old. You know, it, it probably isn't going to work real well anyways. So, um, yeah, I honestly um, say every five years is probably a good timeline to just get you guys back in, service it, you know, change that pump, make sure everything's up to speed and, and working well for you. So, so, hey, Randy, I think we're getting pretty close here on time, but um, I want to thank you for coming out. Had a great time. Love talking these topics. And, of course, right now is absolutely when we need to do that because we've had so much flooding and rain and water up to our knees. And, you know, most people almost need a boat to get to their house anymore. So I can imagine you guys are inundated. And I um, want to remind everybody, give Helitech a call if you have any foundation problems like this they do absolutely everything and i want to announce that uh so our winner we're going to draw out of the hat here the winner of our uh, stephanie's gift card is phil phil calling in got the gift card so we will call you phil next week and get that out to you and everybody stay tuned for Priscilla's all around the yard and i will look forward to talking to everybody next week Get more at 971talk.com.